Kawan Charles, a 15-year-old in Baldwin, Louisiana, went missing mm. October the 30th and was found 20 miles away in a various parish in a sugar cane field. Mm-hmm. They're saying that he drowned in what was it a ankle up to the uh, ankles ankle water depths of water yeah. yeah so the water basically came up to his ankle and he drowned in it a fifteen year old boy drowns in water ankle deep mm-hmm. wow and th- mm-hmm. they have an active ongoing investigation they try and investigate everybody that might have seen him last. And I, there's a video that shows Kawan alone. And and when they found his body and everything, his family said that they seen like um, look like a knot on his left side, and then like a some type of incision or something, you know, on the right. The police are saying it is suspicious. And as I said, it's an ongoing investigation. And they're protesting because they feel like if it was uh, a different, different race, race, a Caucasian individual, that they would have been investigating and getting the investigation going sooner than, exactly. than they have good. now. And because Kawan is African-American, they feel like that's why they kind of kept everything slow and he didn't get as equal treatment as he would if he was Caucasian. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep you posted on this. And our hearts go out to the family and as well as our prayers. And we just have to, in this day and age, unfortunately, we have to keep our kids close to us and keep a watch over them and watch them, especially in this particular time. I hate to say this, but this is just my opinion. We have to keep them close to us and watch them and teach them. I don't even feel comfortable with mine being left alone waiting for me to pick them up. This is a sick world. And we need some healing. And we definitely need to be our brother's keeper. And again, our heart goes out to the Charles family as well as our prayers and our thoughts. And we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the world according to Buki and Nam. And I'm your host, Buki. I'm Nam. And we're going to get right to the get down with coronavirus. Coronavirus is getting close to 
a hundred million people. That's so. That's just so many people. That's a lot of people. And as I stated, we just lost a relative to the coronavirus, as I'm sure a lot of other people people in this country and other countries have. And even with all of the people passing away from COVID and people getting sick with COVID, and the numbers are going up so much that the hospitals are overcrowding Mm -hmm. with COVID patients. People are still, I'm going to say this every time, they just, you almost are fatigued with with talking about people not wearing their masks. It's exhausting. It and, is. And, and, and I don't know if they feel like it's a game. I don't know that it if they feel like they're invincible. I don't know if somebody Nobody told is. them that if you don't wear a mask, then you don't, you don't need to wear one. I, I don't know if they just say, I don't want to wear a mask. I'll just take the risk. It's my life to. But, but here's the thing. What people don't understand. If you're asymptomatic, it's not going to be. You're not going to feel any effects, but you're not wearing a mask and talking and stuff. And that could affect somebody else. And kill them. Exactly. And kill them. And it's just, it's it's heartbreaking. All this non-compliance. And it's not just, um, it's not just certain um, people following a political party. Exactly. It's 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 everybody. It is everybody. We've seen it in white african american latina mm-hmm. um we've seen it in other ethnicities as well exactly and it's not something to play around with but it's it's like you're beating a dead horse trying to get people to understand you need to wear a mask now i could see if you were around at your house and stuff like that that's different exactly but, but if you're going don't out don't you want to protect yourself I've heard people that was describing what it's like to have it. To say it's like an elephant is standing on your chest and you can't get a breath in. Mm. You can't you cannot breathe. You cannot breathe. You just you can't you, you breathing in but nothing's getting in there. Mm, and you're horrible. so sick and weak. You took to get up and walk Three steps. Can't even move your arms. People laying in hospital beds. And As the U.S. grapples with rapid acceleration of new infections, more states are setting new restrictions to curb the spread. It's still people going out and, and, and doing all of these things like it's no, you know, like they're invincible. Nobody's invisible. And now Walmart talking about they're going to start counting customers again as coronavirus cases reach record levels. And I understand that. That's good for them. But another thing they need to do, and that's just me, and you know I love me some Walmart. That's my store right there. But what they, it would always be my store, but what they need to do is, is have somebody standing at that door and with a sign in front of their door saying, no, 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 no mask, no service. Exactly. We were in there earlier today. 
people in there? Not no completely. mask on. Got a mask on pulled down under their chin and looking at you like I dare you to say something about it. They shouldn't let them up in their store. Exactly. What about their workers? That's working up in there, and you letting people come up in there without that mask over their face. I feel like these stores need to help stop the slow to spread too mm-hmm. by telling them no mask. You're not coming up in here without no mask on, and you will keep it on at all times. Exactly. And have somebody walking up and down that hall and let them know when you come in. Have it posted when you come in. If you in the store and you pull that mask down under your nose, you're gonna be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. And this is ridiculous. It's, it's like these. It's like you're dealing with a, a, a bunch of. 30, 40, 20, 30, 40, 50 on up year old, two year olds. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why this, this stuff, is, this is spread. It's not a game. You have to, we all get, yes, we're all getting tired of wearing a mask, but we have to, to keep us safe and others safe. This isn't some pe- a game. But some people don't care. They're like, it's my life and it's my constitutional right if I don't want to wear one, but I get it. And if that's your thing, that's cool. But these stores, do you, but these stores need to step up their game and say, no mask, no service. And your mask will stay on at all times. Can't just get it in the store and then take it off. And have people coming up in there monitoring because you have some people, I'm telling you, you have some people that are wearing a mask up in the store. And as soon as they come up in there as non-compliance and pull it off. And they need to have somebody in there to say, uh, masks have to be on, please. Mm-hmm. Which you shouldn't have to because you got sense. Now, when you walk out this store, if you want to pull your mask off and throw it to the wind, that- that's your problem. But that And that's your choice. But while you in this store, we're protecting our workers exactly. and we're protecting mm-hmm. our, our customers. customers. So... We're going to keep talking about this till, till, they, till it's over. Because this is ridiculous. And really, we shouldn't need to be talking about this. We need to be talking I'm, about I'm, it. I'm just saying but we got to keep talking about it. But you just feel like, it's, you just almost feel like there's no use. But you still have to keep implementing and talking and, and, and talking about it and talking about it is important but it's nice not. to know that walmart is limited to a customer because i'm telling you now next weekend is the, is thanksgiving eve weekend yeah. mm-hmm. and i already know it's gonna be jam come because come thursday friday exactly. saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday i don't know if they open thanksgiving Ball well, start next Thursday. Walmart's gonna be packed. And on that note, we'll be back in a moment. Thank you for listening to, to the, the world according to Boogie and them. Put those masks on. Nope. Keep them on in the store. Follow the sciences. Welcome back to the world, according to Buki and them, and thanks for listening in. Former President Barack Obama 
has written a memoir, and I believe you can get it. It's going to be posted in, um, on uh, Apple TV. Oh, okay. So you might want to look there. But he's doing like a memoir. Um, and Oprah Winfrey sat down with him uh, on Wednesday for an interview about his upcoming memoir. And it's called A Promised Land. The conversation will be made available for free and debut on Tuesday, November the 17th, like I said, on Apple TV, the same day as the memoir's long-awaited release. So, this book was worth the wait, Oprah Winfrey said in a statement. Everybody who reads it is going to be on this journey from the grueling, monotonous grind of the campaign to taking us inside the Oval Office and a cabinet room and the situation room and sometimes even the bedroom. Okay. This book has both intimacy and grandeur coming through this memoir. And I have so been looking forward to speaking with him about all of it. So that's going to be really good. That's going to be very interesting. And uh, former President Obama said there's no feeling like finishing a book. And I'm proud of this one. And uh, in a promised land, he said, I try to provide an honest accounting of my presidency, the forces we grapple with as a nation, and how we can heal our divisions and make democracy work for everybody. Because Lord knows we need some democracy right about now. Exactly. So we look forward to it. And it's a 768-page book. And it's published by Crown and will be issued in 25 languages. And also, the Oprah Conversation is a series featuring Winfrey's signature interviews with newsmakers and thought leaders on a wide range of timely topics. The episodes have been filmed remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. So, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think about it, Nam? Obama dedicates hundreds of his pages to the fights and he characters did. that colored his... He colored his what? That colored his tincture. Oh, okay. So... Well, no, like it's, it's like, it says it talks about like what he was doing to work past Obamacare. Okay, okay. And stuff. And everything else, like, just everything else that he was doing inside his presidents when he was president. When he was a president. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I got. I, we got to get that book. I'm not a big reader, but I'm. I've, lately, I've been doing a whole lot of reading, and um, so November the 17th, 2020, the Obama and it's Barack Obama's A Promised Land, his memoir, and we're gonna be right back. Congratulations. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a moment. Five questions you need to ask yourself before you host a Thanksgiving, according to Good Housekeeper. Five things you need to ask yourself. What is it? Thanksgiving events and community gatherings are being canceled 
or reimagined across the nation during the novel cor coronavirus pandemic. We all know yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. We and all know everybody that. knows that. Hosts won't be barred from inviting family or friends to dinner, but travel restrictions may require you to plan ahead, especially if you wish to reduce health risk. True. If you I must. <laughs> Sporting events, banquet-style meals, and shopping are all among the riskiest Thanksgiving activities. And any programming around these activities may be canceled this year. Everybody knows that, though. Yeah. Americans are facing a runway upward trend in the new COVID-19 cases in many states. But most are planning to celebrate Thanksgiving. And while health care providers and state officials are hoping most will stay home for a quiet holiday. Other data suggests many families will opt to go and reunite over a turkey dinner in spite of health risks. Travel experts at TripAdvisor revealed that as many as 56% of Americans polled in this 2020 Thanksgiving travel index are planning to travel to see family or friends away from their homes mm -hmm. with 75% indicating they'll drive to their destination. Okay. So it's going to be, you know. That's safe. But only 22% in the same group plan to stay in a separate home or hotel to maintain maximum social distance on their trip. So, a lot, you know, a lot of people will be staying at home. Yeah. Upward, huh? I said, Go ahead, like it's sorry. I don't care what, well, I care what you get. Well, I really don't care. But I'm saying it's safer, in my opinion, to stay at home with your family, your immediate family. So, not, so just to stay safe. But that's what they're saying. But some people but are going to risk it. Anyway, yeah. an upper 25 states have regulations in place to discourage this kind of travel. Per the New York Times, some require quarantines for travelers when they arrive until they're able to be tested, while others may allow you to skip isolation altogether if you're able to get a test. Risk itself all depends on the state that you live in, how you'll travel, and where you're heading to, and if both guests and hosts are abiding by guidelines set forth by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention for safer holiday celebrations. There are so many ways, as we know, that we can celebrate, you know, and work to reduce the likelihood that COVID-19 will spread at, an, at your event. Now, we're not having no event. I'm just yeah. going by this article. So, we just, I'm staying home, and, you know, I just, I just want to just follow the rules. The guy, I'm not saying the rules. I'll just say the guidelines. This is my own personal thing. I'm yeah, doing. exactly. And uh, so, you know, you have to arrange meals in advance, mandating face masks. Exactly. Designating one person to move about the kitchen, opening all windows and throwing on HVACs and skipping hangout time in the living room altogether, but reducing the brunt of COVID-19 risk, COVID risks associated with inviting friends and family over for dinner so you know all of that responsibility is going to fall on the host exactly 
So you'll need to consider the following before you decide to host Thanksgiving this year. How many people are you inviting? Where me. are they coming from? How will they arrive at your door? Where can you host them? How long will they be staying? Are any of, you know, exactly. my guests or individuals in my home considered high risk? And that's definitely something that you need to consider. But as for me and my house, we'll be staying home. Thanks for listening. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the world according to Bookie and them. Thanks for coming back. And the 2020 E People's Choice Awards. The, the show is on tonight, everybody. It's on tonight. And it's live at 9 p.m. on E. And artists across the music, movies, TV, and pop culture will be crowned winners during the only award show voted on by the people. Woo! Fans cast over one billion votes this year. Okay. That's a lot. Yes, us fans. Yes. Kudos to all of us fans. (laughs) Yes. You read that right. And I told you that right. And have decided who was the best in 2020. Okay. So many amazing stars are nominated tonight, including Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga, who each have seven nominations. Okay. Making them the most nominated male and female artists of the night, respectively. Congratulations. Other notable names who could win tonight include music stars like Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, Cardi B, and The Weeknd. TV stars like Cole Sprouse, Ellen Pompeo, Dan Levy, and Issa Rae, and movie stars like Will Smith, Charlize Theron, and Tiffany Haddish, and Noah Centennial are some of the lucky, lucky, amazing, amazing winners. And don't forget all the athletes, social stars, and comedians, and beauty influencer nominees, too. That would be me. Just kidding. It wouldn't be. And well, well, it would be because uh, I'm... You know, but that's another story. I ain't fitting to put my mouth on. But anyway, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening with more on the awards. The people's choice tonight. Back in a moment. No, I'm just kidding. 
Award shows are looking completely different this year, but the People's Choice Awards are sticking to the tried and true okay. formula of being the show that voted only by the fans. Okay, only by the fans. The PCAs will air on Sunday, November 5th, today, and they will determine the public's preferred choices in music, TV, film, and even social media. Okay. The Social Celebrity Award is particular point of connection. Go down. Given Go that down. it will uncover which celebrity is actually the most social star on the internet. Okay. The nominees include everyone from musicians and reality stars to athletes okay. like Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, Ari Grande, LeBron James, Kelly Jenner, Kim Kardashian, Lady Gaga, and Britney Spears are all up for the trophy this year. But fun opinions inside, who is really the most social celeb of 2020? Fortunately, fortunately, we've done the heavy lifting and investigation, all of the A-list nominees and their social media accounts. With further ado, here are the findings. Ariana Grande, with... 206 million followers. Oh, give me about that. Give me some of them followers, Burrell. With over 200 million followers in the span of a few years, Grande is one of the fastest growing celebrities on Instagram. And for good reasons. She provides a regular supply of candid selfies, glamour Uh shots, and in-depth looks at her creative process, sometimes sharing snippets of her new song before she's supposed to. The singer also used her massive platform for good. This year, she posted exceptional resources about voting and founded an animal rescue. Now, that's the... She's hosting it. No, she's not. Oh, pick my face up off the floor. (laughs) Finding an animal rescue that matches pets with their home through the power of social media. Okay. Ultimately, she knows what her fans want. Endless photos of many of her dogs. Okay. And who else? Britney Spears. Of them. And there's how many? And 26, 26.8 million followers. Who else? Justin Bieber with 150 million followers. Uh-huh. Kim Kardashian with 191 million followers. Uh-huh. Kylie Jenner with 200 million Lady Gaga with 45 million followers. Uh-huh. LeBron James with 74.3 million followers. Awesome. Selena Gomez with 195.3 million oh. followers. Give me some of that. I wish Give I had me some that. Every celebrity nominated in this category has Give a valid claim to the prize. Especially ahead. those who use their platform for good. And while follower count is usually a good indicator of who the most social celebrity might be. It's truly anyone's game. Mm-hmm. As for now, fans will have to tune in to, to the 2020 PCA on will. Sunday, 15th at 9 o'clock to find out who the winner is, and the host is Demi Lovato. Awesome! That is so awesome. I know I got the host mixed up. So I'm looking forward to it tonight. And on that note, we're going to be back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them. Stay with us. Thanks for listening. December the 13th, 2020, 
Most inspiring moments program will be on CNN and um, just stay tuned Anderson Cooper is the host him and Kelly Ripper and you can go to CNN and you can you know make your choice most inspiring moments then you can vote heroes and after you vote you're going to tell CNN why the moment you chose inspired you. And we'll be right back with the world according to Mookie and Come with your